Welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits here at the Recycle Garage in sunny Santa Cruz, California! Cool All right, All right. We're awake now. Oh, I'm yeah. into that, man. <laughs> <laughs> you like that one? Bruce Buffer. <laughs> hey, everyone. This is Liza uh, in the train room today. In the heist. Mm. In the heist. Mm-hmm. Like the heist. Exotic number one. We've got Knock. How you guys doing? What's up? I'm back. Yeah. After a brief day off. <laughs> of course, running the board tonight, we've got Bagel. Hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> Is that an electrical hum, Bagel? That's <laughs> some kind of hum. <laughs> On the classy girl couch tonight. Always, darling. We've got Miss Emma. Darling, it's simply fabulous to be here. Mm-hmm. And everyone looks marvelous. Awesome. Marvelous. Yes, marvelous, darling. Simply marvelous. And uh, hopefully uh, he's not going to make too much noise shivering. No, he's frozen Uh, to the corner. Also on the classic girl couch tonight, we've got the human popsicle Jordan. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Hey, it's great to be here. It is much warmer in Santa Cruz than it is in Leggett, California. There you go. No doubt. (laughs) Even though to us this is fucking freezing. No, no, it's not. Well, <laughs> disagree. But. I don't know. Talk to, talk to Brandon about the snowsuit he wears. Oh, oh. bubble suit. No bubble suit. <laughs> I thought that was a fetish of yours, actually. Uh, well, actually, it works in both ways. Oh, I see. <laughs> and you just heard him on the train train side of the room. We've got Brandon. Anaconda malt liquor. Oh. <laughs> that is an amazing movie, by the way. <laughs> Anaconda malt liquor gives you a small. A little Richard. (laughs) Little Richard. A little Richard. What's another term for anyway? (laughs) I don't know what's happening. (laughs) If you guys haven't seen it, there's a movie called uh, Black Dynamite. Black Dynamite. Oh yeah, a wonderful uh, spoof black exploitation movie. It is amazing. It's wonderful. Nice. Also on the train side of the room, we've got Henry. Hey, what's up? That is our exotic number two. Exotic number two. Only Nothing half. number two about Henry, only, though. Only 50% exotic, though. Yeah, No, I no, know, no, that's what makes you exotic. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We have no idea where your people come from. You, you are... <laughs> that makes you an exotic. <laughs> what the hell? What? Mike thinks I'm a Navajo. <laughs> See? Exactly. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> it totally would. Like, sincerely, too. Like, I thought you were doing bro. How you doing? <laughs> Don't look at me while I'm inside you. Yeah. Uh, you need to get him back on the show, man. No yeah. way. He's, he's being a business owner and a family. I he's know. a business right. owner and a small child owner. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so mm. those are two full time jobs. Mm-hmm. They are indeed. Right. Exactly. But um, yeah, Jordan just just popped in. He came driving down from up the Pacific Northwest. We were waiting out there in the dark. He pulls up. We rush him in here, and because 
We didn't have an uh, opportunity to dick him in the parking lot. <laughs> you dicked him here. We dicked him here. <laughs> but you know, I could I could hear him coming before he arrived, darling. I could hear the teeth chattering. <laughs> Poor exactly. boy is just frozen to the core. Mm. But we still managed to do our little game of of of. Uh, Hide the hide the dildo and look over here and then the multiple people distracting and yes, that is our joy, isn't it? It is our joy in life. <laughs> <laughs> it's our only joy in life, darling. Well, only you, reason for living. You know what else brings me joy? What brings you joy, darling? Mini bikes. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, we had a good good time with them. Living today. on the edge. Mm-hmm. We actually expanded our track. <laughs> There were many cones out there. We also brought out the old. Uh, Did we get te- some photos of that? Teeter totter. Mm, I got some. Well, the teeter totter, and I made it the teeter totter of death because I made it bigger. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. And, and it was you, a sweet upgrade. You actually improved it with uh, mechanical linkages. Yes, because before the board could flip off. Right. Yeah. Which is not good for a teeter totter. <laughs> but I made it taller, and the first time I went up, I realized, first of all, that. These bikes, when the batteries are starting to get low, they lose juice. Mm-hmm. And all you have to do is introduce an incline, and suddenly it's... It, mm-hmm. well, you know so I started going like, up slowly, and I get up to about midway, and it near comes to a stop. <laughs> and my feet are nowhere near ground because I made this thing so tall. Oh, no. And I just kind of like sat there like, oh, shit, balancing. <laughs> and I got it just inch forward enough for it to start to come down. <laughs> like you put a four, like a three and a half inch, four inch log for a fulcrum. Yeah, right. a log. And like the, on, the, on the top up, of a milk crate. The top of a milk crate. Um, so like the furthest end is like the size of a person. <laughs> so you're just looking at the sky as you're going up. <laughs> It's terrifying. And then, yeah, you you just keep going up, and then suddenly you're just falling. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. you are. Oh, and you didn't see, we had to pull it apart because we cracked the board. Oh, you finally gave out, huh? Well, it was going. But uh, we had... She's again Bosley drunk. Oh, Oh, (laughs) jeez. Bosley's down here drinking a Modelo Michelada or something. Yeah, the boy knows what's good. (laughs) But we set up cones. We had some slalom. Give a couple more. I need them to fart. We had the, um, what do we call that? The circle, the thing we learned from Jocelyn where you have the the two cones and we have a like. Circle hand job. No, like eight feet of PVC. (laughs) So one cone has uh, eight feet of PVC. Um, sticking out of it horizontal right. to the ground and the other cone has a cradle for it to fit in so that you ride around and with one hand you pick it up and you have to go into a circle almost like a horse training circle yeah, that's what it reminds me you have to carry it in a circle one handed and then drop it back onto the cradle right. and it's actually kind of hard to stay at a, difficult. Common, I, yeah, a consistent speed yeah pro tip don't use your throttle hand Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you use your throttle hand. I know. No. So we had that set up, and then we um, had, I called it the ladder, but it's basically one of the loading ramps on the ground that you can ride across. And then the hardest part, which was a, a hard right turn, so you don't hit the uh, the fence. The ball. Well, you're <laughs> headed at full speed directly towards the fence, and then you have to use the brake, which almost doesn't work anyway, to get around the corner. It's, it it's it's really a fence extension. It's where they keep the dumpsters for the building. Right. So if you'd have crashed, you would have actually crashed into dumpsters full of other people's garbage. As you I would have been right at home. Yes. <laughs> well, I was getting pretty good at it, and I didn't realize that Charlie had come, and he had parked his bike right at the finish line. So I came around that corner, and when you dip sharp into the corner, you have to throttle out to pop the bike back up. Mm-hmm. And I throttled up, and I look up, and I'm looking at the back 
<laughs> of a super super hawk of which I forgot that the brake is on the left hand so I instinctually reached for the right hand there's nothing there so then uh, I just screamed yeah. and threw my feet down and came to a stop yeah. Yeah. that is pretty much par for the course for Liza exactly um but I was thoroughly enjoying the looks of terror on people's faces who were at the <laughs> I think just about everyone rode the mini bikes today. They were fun. Uh-huh. Yeah, my, uh, fun. my adductor muscles still hurt from kicking my leg out far. Knock <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> is the only one who managed to get injured <laughs> wearing gear. How did you get hurt? <laughs> I landed my, because I'm dumb, and I landed my foot wrong. I'm wearing these like 400 something dollar boots that, well, I got for a discount, but whatever. Anyways, they're really nice boots and they're, you know, nice and stiff, but I apparently have stupid enough to land them wrong. How do you uh, misland a foot on that thing? I can tell you. He went up the the ramp like a chicken. He didn't throttle at the end and he just fell out of the sky, but he fell down (laughs) off the side. And so his foot came down. You're the only person who didn't make it across that ramp. I did it once and it was okay. <laughs> it is scary. It I, is scary. I couldn't do it a second time. It was such a big drop uh, that I felt my spine realign the first yeah, time yeah. I went. Oh, yeah, I was like, right. no, no more. Oh, man. Um, but I'm trying to think of what other little obstacles we can throw out there. What if we um, throw out some visqueen and put motor oil on it? Can yes. Oh, yes. yes. Uh, a, slick, a slick spot. Yes, uh, that could be good. No. Mm-hmm. No. You need to do it too up. No. No. You need some logs. Yeah, those things are like, trouble, uh, man. Enduro cross. Ah, yeah. yeah. Enduro cross. We need a zero motor in it. Uh, um, another another good one is like like a balance beam. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was trying yeah. to find like a two by with four. mud hmm, on either <laughs> side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who said mud? Who said mud? I said mud. Yeah, no, I th- really think mud, we should we should introduce mud. Well, it's entirely mud too clean. <laughs> there is going to be plenty of mud next weekend at oh, yeah. our taint party. Right. Uh, taint, ah. taint Christmas, taint New Year's, it's right oh. in between. Right. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be doing the... We're going to be so doing silly. the backyard... Well, you know, I created that ev- event list, uh, and I sent it to Jim for approval, because he did not approve the first picture I posted on that. <laughs> Which, is it because it wasn't a picture of him was it brown and uh, had lines was it out right it? in between it was right. I saw, like i saw your invitation it's like if i accept this people on my facebook are gonna see that. Right. <laughs> gonna go, oh you really is one of those <laughs> well so we're gonna be doing the backyard mini biking and there is gonna be a whole mud corner Mm-hmm. So that's that's, that's, that's yeah. introducing the mud. Did he pull the papers out, or is it one of those surprise moments? Little oh, surprise I don't know corner. if he pulled them out. Um, okay. Yeah. So, and the yard is just small enough to make it dangerous. So this was the first picture <laughs> yeah. that I used for our e- event. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that is an elf on some sort of shelf. <laughs> 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 an Knock. elf on a shelf and Jim said no this is not gonna fly you can't put that on Facebook oops this one yeah I don't think yeah. there's a problem with that <laughs> somebody got an elf tattooed on their taint <laughs> wait wait oh, oh my wait I wanna see now <laughs> I can't, I can't. So what's the Google around. search what, string what? for that? So our oh, I do not advise. I do not advise. <laughs> I do not advise. I had to go through a lot of things I cannot unsee. Why did you? 
Why? To find that. Because it's a taint party. Why did you... It's clownpenis.fart. Why did you need to find that? <laughs> it's a Christmas elf on a taint. It's a I mean, holiday it's theme. the most perfect <laughs> photo. And he's like, some, yeah, you can't do that. Some people like, wear ugly sweaters to parties. All the things we do, and this that's This person where, wears an ugly taint. That's, right. that's where he drew the line. Someone really... Oh, I don't need anyway. to see I wasn't aware that Jim had <laughs> you know, Brandon, yeah, Brandon wants to see it, though. Brandon wants yeah, yeah, to see it. I want to see this taint. Oh, yeah. So we're going to have a good party, but yeah, the mini bikes. Jim and I have been riding them in the backyard. It's a little sketchy. It's a little small. Right. I guarantee somebody will get hurt. But there's going to be more laughter than pain. Like, you could pivot turn those things pretty good. Right. Some, somebody will get hurt, but not everybody will and get hurt. You know, we should we should point out that the, the taint party is actually going to be at the house of Jim. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. Jim's we, domicile. Yeah, which is just around the corner from Misfits Garage. Well, and what's great is he has built up his own shop. And I, and I love when somebody builds up a, a shop and it's... I go over there and I hang out in his garage now, his right. shop, mm-hmm. and and we're just like welding stuff and like going through the tools and he's got a bike on the lift he's building and we're talking about projects to build. Drinking and rum and cokes. Yeah. I told him he needs a mini fridge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He oh, yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm, I know. Um, yeah. So we had a lot of fun today. Uh, a lot of shenanigans going on. Um, Knock is convinced that the... Mini bikes are only going to last six months. Right. I think this is the over and under six months. <clears throat> yeah, that's probably a good average. I it's would say it's mostly like I think the battery will will take a shit before everything else. By last, do you mean these parts? Yes. That are in them right now. Yes, yeah, these parts. Oh, okay. I don't think they'll make it to the taint party because uh, <laughs> taint gonna be make right. it. <laughs> um, can you hack? Can you hack these? Absolutely. I'm already thinking of it. <laughs> so, okay, here in my infantile wisdom of how electric <laughs> motorcycles work i'm assuming um if the throttle control is like a rheostat yes all we have to do is make it go further <laughs> just get that, rid of the but, rear but these go together. to 11 yeah, yeah. it goes yes. to 11 there must be like that's, a little stop and you can go one. further you just have to take the stop well, out, you make right? that, might, shorter. that that could work but i think it might work to uh just take the batteries out of one of them, put them into the other one uh, in series, and let's see if it catches on fire. <laughs> well, uh... And, and if it does or doesn't catch on fire, then the next thing to do is to put a zero FX battery into it with a zero FX motor. Yeah. What? I'm curious to know how much overvoltage this yeah. little real stand can handle. Brandon, what do you think the chances would be of us getting to get a plasma ball out of one of those? What's that plasma flash? Well, how how much how much do you want a plasma ball? Because we can make some good ones. Wait, maybe in six months. Maybe we could put a super. We could put a ten kilowatt supercharger on one of those things and just watch it go. (laughs) 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 Yeah, thermal events. Maybe maybe no. They're way they're way too much fun. Okay, very. They're way too much fun. We're gonna keep having fun with them. And you find out something interesting today that is exactly the same chassis and frame as the gas powered one. So I mean, if all hell breaks loose and the entire electric drivetrain oh. breaks down. You can yeah, and for put the a uh, ga- gas engine in there's it. There's been nah. some people who wanted to know put like, a zero um, motor in it. what the link is, and it's easy. Just go to Amazon and type in mini bike, and there's a whole bunch that come up. It's the only electric mini bike, but be warned, there's two options, and the one that's usually on the front page is the 250 watt. Which is literally for small, small children. Mm. Okay. You want the 1,000 watt. And once you <laughs> click on the 250 watt, it lets you change the size. 
Oh, okay. So you click on the 250 mm. watt first, and mm-hmm. then you go into yeah, the Yeah, th- there's only one electric mini bike, really. I mean, there's some like a... <coughs> Uh, pocket bikes and pit bikes, but this is electric. No, I, I I was actually wondering what the 1000 stood for because it is quite small for a liter bike. <laughs> <laughs> it's the watts. Yeah, I was wondering about that too. No, it's okay. horsepower. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what? Let's just, we've gotten some packages. Oh, we have got a lot in the mail of- this week, and I wanted to share some of them. Emma, we got this huge box in. We did indeed. And it came with a whole bunch of cool stuff in there, of which Brandon is already wearing. Some I've got from my the package box. inside that package. Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> but you know well, what? Okay, um, just got a little creepy. Just, just <laughs> it came with a card, and really, this was, this was actually very, very touching. So I'm just going to read the card. It's a very, very nice Christmas card. It says "Peace" on the front, and it's from Tom in Pennsylvania. All right. Hey, Tom. And the card goes, Happy Holidays, Misfits. Mm -hmm. Hopefully the enclosed gear can be of use to someone. It isn't the best, but it may help someone starting out or a victim of the fires. Mm -hmm. Thank you for everything you do. Keep the rubber side down, Tom. What a great card. Honestly, it is really, it really moved me. Mm -hmm. Um, Tom, thank you. I mean, hey, you say the stuff isn't the best. There's some good gear in there. I already Mm -hmm. snagged. Thank you, Tom. I snagged the Nico horn for one of my many projects. Oh, nice. Yeah, and Brandon's got some Revit jeans. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, So there's some gloves in there, some manuals, Mm -hmm. uh, some uh, back back protector, some good stuff. So Mm -hmm. some good stuff. So thanks, Tom. Um, And I've got one here. So this is interesting. This just came today. Oh, yeah? And, well, first of all, no, you cannot eat it. There's a whole box with, like, multiple packages. Why Mm. can't I eat it? Because you're going to make a lot of noise. All right. right, Let's have some. It's naughty pretzels. (laughs) Naughty pretzels? Naughty pretzels. And this also came with a card. Hot wings flavored, son. Hell yeah. What? Is it really? Hot wings. Yeah. What? You better open those right now. That's what I'm saying. Crunch, crunch, crunch. I got a card. Bagel. Can you read that card? And it came. There's something else. And I'm going to open this up, too. There's a plain brown bag. What's in the the card? It's Christmas already. (gasps) The inside of the card says, a little Christmas party advice. Whiskey on ice is bad for your stomach. Vodka on ice is bad for your heart. Rum on ice is bad for your head. So at Christmas, remember, stay away from ice. Here you go. Merry Christmas <laughs> and Happy New Year. Oh, gosh, this smells hot. And this is from Sean McSweeney. Hot wings. And Sean also writes, Hello, happy holidays from your Daytona Bike Week roving reporter. Yeah. It was a highlight of my year to be featured on the podcast. Thanks for all the laughs. Please enjoy the pretzels. Naughty Pretzels is my company in Atlanta. Oh. They go great with beer or gin, Miss Emma. Mm. <laughs> yeah, the gin. do go Sean good with beer. Already open the gin, darling. And the gin. Nope. There's yes. gin here, too. And, and, and naughty is spelled K-N-O-T-T-Y. Yes, n- as opposed wow. to naughty. Yeah. yeah. It tastes like a hot wing. Yeah. That gin isn't bad, too. No, but it's not good. too hot. Like, I don't like hot foods, but that's good. Very cool. It's just got a little kind of... Af- oh, I got a little kick. Nice. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate that. And this is from Sean. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you, Sean. Yeah, thank yeah. you, Sean. Um, the pretzels Ooh. are damn tasty, and the gin is warming my soul. Oh, yeah. It's got it's getting the back of my throat a little bit. Oh, yeah. They're very good. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers, cheers so, everyone. Um, cheers. 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 
Um, so I had mentioned how I'm going to be going to London in March to go to the Ace Cafe to this event. <coughs> but right. I did a little more research. There's another event I'm going to I didn't realize. Oh. And I don't know if I mentioned this. Um, so Haley, uh, the founder of Werwer, has also arranged uh, the day after the Ace Cafe for us to go to a Speedway and to get instructions and learn how to ride Speedway bikes. What's a speedway bike? Yeah. Oh. oh, Google that oh. shit. It's Google that shit. Crazy stuff. It's like flat track, but Emma, you were saying it's a shorter track. I've got a mouthful of pretzels. <laughs> mouthful of something. It's a shorter track. Um, it's fast. It's as fast as the oval. Um, <clears throat> There's no brakes. It's got a big no brakes front whatsoever. Um, very, very short bike. Very, very steep headstock Oh, no angle. gears. Right. It's one speed. Yeah, one speed. And the bikes are single cylinder. Mm-hmm. Um, usually made by Westlake or JAP. Alcohol, are they? Are they yeah. Alcohol? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. These look a lot like the Japanese bikes that we were talking about today. Mm-hmm. The gamble yeah. bikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the gamble bikes. Except the gamble bikes have huge uh, handlebars that are all jacked up right, where right, these right, don't right. really yeah, have any. Symmetrical um, handlebars. Yeah, yeah. That's a gamble bike. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's yeah. super exciting so to watch. I'm going to be going to the Speedway, mm. um, which my first thought was, fuck no, I'm going to die. And then my second thought was, <laughs> Well, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I should not pass up this opportunity to right. have an actual speedway bike and to have instruction on an actual speedway track outside of London. Like, I should take this opportunity. But not to mention, I see it as yet another challenge, another riding style, and, and getting out of my comfort zone and pushing myself to learn a new technique. And I wanted to post uh, pose this to the group and ask everyone here, since this is a you know the end of the year, and we can we can reflect on things from the from the past year, but we can also um, you know predict or project what we want to be doing next year. Yeah. And I'm always looking to kind of to grow as a as a motorcyclist and to challenge myself. And I wanted to go around and see what everyone else thinks that they may do to challenge themselves as a biker. Does anybody have any like goals that they're going to be doing? I got one. Yeah, I want to uh, do flat track, legit uh, do flat track. Yeah, with nineteens or if not like super prestigious style with seventeens and, uh, and knobbies or whatever. Are you talking indoor or dirt? Uh, yes. Okay. Whatever works, you know. Like, cause I have I have a seventeen inch wheel set for the XR, and but you know I could get the knobbies for it. Oh, but on I your actually, XR? Yeah. Well, but I actually wanted a dedicated like flat track, you know, low displacement bike. With a uh, you know lowered suspension and and maybe 19s or 17s or whatever, but it seems like a fun time. Is is there some place you can go get instructions for flat track? Uh yes, Rich Oliver Mystery School. <gasps> that's right. Yeah, he does he does dirt and he does uh, flat track. I think <laughs> oh, that's very kind of good. Deal. Yeah. Um, I would like to. Um, I think I want to get try a bit more dirt. I've always shied away from that. Ooh. I've always seen myself as a street rider, but it's strike. I'm kind of cutting off my nose to spite my face by saying I don't ride dirt, because so much of what we do down here at the Misfits is geared around um, Hollister mm-hmm. Hills. Yeah, I'm just by I don't ride dirt. Well, I'm Hollister's kind of peculiar too, where it's not like you know. Yeah, but you know, if I just get myself. It, it's not hard for me to find a little 250 yeah. and get some dirt gear and actually go out with you guys and have some mm-hmm. fun. Well, you have to remember, too, I go out there um, to be a better street rider. Right. And I don't go and take 
risk, take chances when I'm there. I'm I'm just I drive the trails. I do I mean a little yeah. bit of te- technical stuff, but not much. But I'm just getting comfortable with the wheels sliding around, um, and it's, it's helped me in the on the street when my bike has lost traction. Right, right, right. And I felt so much more comfortable and like my hips and body knew what to do to counteract that. Right. And I think that's my motivation for doing it. I mean, I've ridden I've ridden on soft stuff. I've ridden on yep. salt. And that's a, a, for somebody who's never ridden on the salt. That is an eye opener. So here's the thing, Emma. You don't even actually have to do the trails. You could just do the track. That way, you're in a con- relatively controlled environment, <coughs> right. and you know where everything is. So you could focus more on technique, and as opposed to just actually riding the trails and using your eyes. A certain and I way think or whatever, you, know, you know, it's it's just a case of load up with you guys because I'm yeah. halfway there already. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So if the misfits are going up to Hollister on a Saturday. Load up the bike in the back of my truck. Yeah, fuck it. Head up there, meet you guys, and just dick around and see how much I enjoy it. Yep. I was going to say, uh, I kind of went the opposite way from Dirt and Dual Sports 2 Street. That's my first street bike out mm-hmm. there. Yeah. And um, being able to know when the back breaks loose and what to do and how to lean yeah. and like shift your weight, I've yeah. saved myself number, oh, numbers sure. of times from dropping the SP. It's, you know, it's time and time and time again um, at the shop. We get people who come in and buy street bikes who've ridden dirt for many, many years, and they make great street riders. I I never worry about the boys and girls who buy their first street bike and they've ridden dirt for a few years. I never worry about those guys. Well, Emma, I think that that's a great thing to get into um again get a little out of your comfort zone. Yeah, you don't have to take a lot of risks doing it. Right. And, uh, yeah, it'd be fun. Glad to have you. Yeah, that'd be fun. Speaking of not having to take a lot of risks, um, I have two goals. <laughs> yeah, you're not even allowed to ride year. the minibikes. <laughs> Number one, don't die. Um, uh, you guys already know my first goal for next year. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Baja, Remind right? everyone. To complete the Baja 1000 okay. first electric motorcycle. I plan to do Ooh. that on a zero DSR. Wow. Okay, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, now, my second one, uh, I think we mentioned uh, because Miss Emma has... Uh, uh, offered to run crew chief for me. I have. I like ordering people around, darling. Mm. It is. Uh, I want to break all of the lightweight electric land speed records next year, uh, as well as the all-out electric motorcycle record. I want to go over 218 miles an hour. Nice. Wow. Okay. And this sounds like somebody who doesn't have a real job. Right. <laughs> well, let me ask my boss. But <laughs> um, but we're, we're probably going to be ending up doing that in Bolivia, aren't we? I believe it's going to be Bolivia. Um, so Al Lam, uh, fastest man on the salt, is setting up uh, another run down there uh, for 2019, it seems. Um, and if we get enough people to go do another shootout down there, that's what we'll do. Wow. Mm. I'm in. Yeah. You said land speed record, right? That's correct. So we know our friend uh, Richard at Lightning. That's correct. Did you guys see they moved into new facilities and actually yeah. have like production happening? In right? San Jose, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. Emma, the pretzel got you, huh? Oh, these are so good, though. They're very, <laughs> they're delicious. Sean, these are awesome. Your pretzels are delicious. <laughs> um, so yeah, Baja 1000, that's crazy, but I think I think it's great to set a goal to do something. Henry, mm. what's your goal? <laughs> don't like, crash. Get your yeah. six six month chip. <laughs> yeah, don't get hit by don't get hit by cars for all of next year. But no, to continue the theme of dirt biking, like actually get into that too. I actually recently acquired a little TTR 125. What? Where 
Where'd you get that? Hmm? I had, I got it like about a month ago. So. Do you have a truck? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, there you go. I actually went. Uh, my first dirt biking experience was with John Knowles mm-hmm. in the <laughs> snow. <laughs> what? So that the, that turned into a fucking adventure. Never have your first dirt biking experience be with a racer. <laughs> no, he no. The snow leveled the playing field for all of us. Wow. It was. He, as he would say, I got some skills from that experience. It was base- wow. yeah. I'm jelly. I really am. You've mm-hmm. you've been dirt biking. And I am going to once again um, highly recommend that you take some continued riding technique classes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that no, should I'm- that should be something that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's uh, some track, I mean anything. Mm-hmm. Give yourself more tools. That's yeah. what I say. Yeah, definitely. Um, bagel, since yes. you've already done so many big challenges, do you have anything that you want to do? Um, I have a, a number of things in mind. I, I, I do want to go back to uh, Pakistan and do another Scootistan this year. Yeah. Um, so uh, if there's anybody who's interested, you know, let us know. And, it's and, going all over the room. You know, all, can, over the, <laughs> all over the room. Oh, all over the Yeah. Bosley's going to be happy. Oh, yeah. Start eating those ones off the ground. <laughs> Before mm, Bosley does. pretzels. So, another so, scooter stand. That's yeah, great. So we're talking about doing another scooter stand. Um, but my, my more immediate goal is getting moved into my new place and getting my garage set up so that I can actually start working on bikes again. Because yeah, having having 12 bikes stuffed into a one-car garage and all of the gear and, and, and parts and workbench and everything else, it, it literally is, is not possible to work in that kind of a small space. So... Having a bigger garage now will make that uh, infinitely much more accessible. Yeah. And uh, so I'm, I hope my plan is to get two bikes uh, fixed that I want to sell, um, get my GTS 300 gun running again, um, and possibly start working on the electric scooter. You know what, man? What really would that electric scooter be for? That would be for riding around uh, and not burning any dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> is it also going to be the one that you want to break your land speed record on? No, that's this is the first first one I want to build uh, just for for general general use, and then the lessons I learned from that I want to apply to a land speed bike. Very, very smart, very smart. Since, go, go back a little bit, like um, yeah. it's very helpful to have your house in order. Yeah, like mentally it helps you kind of yes. get your shit squared. Dude, away. fuck Definitely a house. Cool. Just get a big garage or, and a bean <laughs> bag. You know that's what all I mean. you need. You're do- I'd be okay with that. Doing things as long as it's in order. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. Since, since you guys are talking about breaking records, I too have had a goal for a record to break. Oh yeah. Ooh, what is mm-hmm. this? Well, remember, um, like a few months ago when we did Crazy World Records, mm-hmm. and there was one that stood out to me that I think we could do. Most hmm. toasters in yeah. one room. No, no, no. Toss it over. <laughs> it, it was the most. Uh, okay, it was the longest chain of people in office chairs being pulled by a motorcycle. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's great. That's that was a real What, is the, what re- is the record? I remember it was quite low, wasn't it? Yeah, may, I don't know, 22 maybe? I don't oh, remember. We could beat that. I don't remember. Easy. I'm, I'm like, ooh, could we go up to like zero in, and pull all, all the office chairs out and do it in the parking lot with <laughs> oh, yeah. a zero? Uh-huh. Yeah. Can we do and it set a new record? No, no, we should do it with those electric mini bikes. No, they, they don't pull. We we learned some, there was a smell of something burning when we were pulling in. But um, th- there was two re- similar records. There was one that the most people mm-hmm. office chairs, and then there was another one that was uh, the most pulling the most people in office chairs by a priest in a cape. I think. 
I was like, what? <laughs> okay, so now we need a priest in the cave. No. It's easy to become a priest. Can we just get somebody ordained? No, no. Oh. You're an ordained oh. Yeah, we could ordain Liza. I'm all I am <laughs> gonna be part of another world record. And that is? Well, Wurwur got approval for their application to set a record for Ooh. the um, most people Don't in a it, relay. Oh, oh, wow. Fantastic. Imagine so, we I mean, we still have to do it, but we got approved yeah. for setting that record. You know, this is a great segue, Liza. Um, why don't you give us a Wurwur update? Where we're update, it is happening. I haven't been talking about it that much because yeah. um, we've just been really trying to get everything together. But we're going to be releasing the first section of the route, which is going to be in the UK, um, in like a week. Okay. We're going to be releasing oh, damn, that for people exciting. to sign up. It's getting real. It is. We're starting in late February in John O'Groats, Scotland, oh. which could be impossible. Yes. But basically, it's going to be a tough mutter. Mm. Right. And um, Haley has planned short enough days. I think it's like 180 kilometer days. Right. That if it's going to be long, tough, and miserable, and snow, and mud, and rain, they should be able to pull it off. Do you know, in um, um, ahead, Scotland, sorry. there are a lot of people who look just like bagel, mm-hmm. except they wear tartan. True. And they wear skirts. I thought you were saying, but they, but they have pointy kilts. hats and are in people's front yards. What? <laughs> 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 That's so mean. I, no, I, was, no. I got a question for you. Lawn gnomes. No, what bagel the lawn gnomes. What I was, was going to say was, if, if anybody could ride in, in that kind of muck at that time of year it's a scottish woman no i would say yes <laughs> so um Hardy that's that's going to be happening yes. <clears throat> Wait, taking I, off in the uk and then we'll, we'll have our the events i mentioned I, at the east cafe i got a question you know? yeah um what's uh what's the most difficult thing so far to getting all this stuff squared away mm. like arranging i mean i know you're in con i know you're having meetings hours and hours of meetings and trying to sort all this stuff out yeah we had a three-hour meeting this morning yeah it's um, hurting people it's is setting it is? no it well no it's <laughs> setting up a structure having waivers having applications having registration forms having newsletters having um all these different ways to organize and communicate and you know we've got seven of us who are then um working with like we've got like 20 moderators and taskers and then we've got already like 60 ambassadors um so, which I'm in charge of, we're going to have 90 countries. Wow! And so the big, um, the big challenges of late is getting, finding women to be ambassadors for these countries, and discovering um, women writers all over the world. Mm-hmm. And I recently had a group of women reach out to me from. Uh, they have a group called Valkyrie International, and they said um, we're going to have a meeting, and we're do going they do they listen to a lot of. Wagner, darling. (laughs) I'm not sure. Okay. But they basically uh, said that they were going to have a meeting, and amongst them, they uh, they were going to decide who was going to be in charge of what country, and they were offering to take, like, um, uh, three countries for me. Um, I think it was, like, Bulgaria... Uh, oh wow! There was, a, there was a couple of different ones, yeah. Um, but it's like I didn't even know there was a writing group 
of women there. But uh, and the Litas are everywhere. Mm. The Litas, um, I mean, the Litas in uh, Dubai have come through in UAE. Nice. We've got Litas from all over the world coming forward and offering to help us. So that's really cool. So yeah, just um, organizing and communicating and preparing for the release of information. There's a lot of pressure, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And, you know, I'm I'm the first to admit I wimped out. I was um, an admin for WoWA, and I actually um, I dropped out. Yeah. Just right. because I have so much other stuff mm. going Sometimes, on in my life, and yeah. it was just occupying so mm. much of my time. Yeah, it's, and it's, I ab- absolutely applaud Liza because the, the, the amount of time and effort she's putting into this is just – it's amazing. That's like a job. It is a job. It's yeah. a job in itself. I try not to think about it knowing this is going to be for a year. <laughs> <laughs> it's, well, you know what it is? It's like It's like you have this idea like, oh, yeah, let's do a relay race or a relay rally. But then you have to think about this is like an international event, and oh, it just requires the logistics, yeah, and just nuts. And, well, and it requires international like organization skills, you know, and and all that. So yeah, it's a labor of love. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it's yes, it is. And I'm trying to think. I so here's been the common misconception, and it's completely understandable because I think I had it at first too. Um, but when we announce this and when people start thinking about it, they start thinking like, oh, this is going to be awesome. It's going to be like a parade of women, like a group ride that mm. will go around the world. And when you start thinking about that, that's really hard to um, – that's hard to organize. A continuous mm-hmm. like group ride, right? <clears throat> yeah, you need like a parade license in some places, right? Oh, yeah, Something yeah, like yeah. That. Um, so I uh, – you know, people, people – Everyone thinks that, and that's un- that's understandable. But right. but but my concern has been like we have to ride through a lot of weather uh, all days of the week. Um, so I'll just read you guys. This is something I posted recently because I was trying to get everyone like in line with what it's actually going to take to accomplish this. Right. Knowing that most, I'm going to say people, not just women, because we did a survey, but do like ride on a weekend and maybe ride for two hours, like two, three hours. Okay. Like that's a, a, you know, that's what yeah. most people do and are riding somewhere near their house. Yeah, there's a lot of people who do longer distance and, and all that. But um, so I say, um, so we've planned a year long route that goes through 90 countries and is going to show the world what kind of riders we really are. This ride is going to be epic but it won't always be easy or fun unfortunately we couldn't schedule a route that only included sundays with sunny weather and 200 kilometer distances <laughs> ah, keeping it real some days will have rain cold and maybe snow but the baton has to keep moving some days may be extremely hot and dry with long stretches of highway but the baton has to move on there will be dirt sections, race tracks, drag strips, and a thousand-mile day. There will also be gatherings and events, but guess what? The baton can't stay too long. It's got to keep moving. This relay is going to show the world that women riders can do it all. It's going to show every riding style and level of expertise. There will be women of all ages, and pillions will be counted, too. So... We've planned a route that has a little bit of everything, including some nice, easy Sunday rides. But we've also got Monday to Saturday to cover, too. Right. Nice. And I think a lot of people got stoked for that. And, you know, and that is the reality, because on a rainy Wednesday afternoon in 
East Europe somewhere where everybody's tucked at home in front of their fires, there's going to be a woman riding a motorcycle with the baton. Yeah. And it's not going to be glamorous. It's not going to be... It's going to suck dick. It's, it really is going to be a sucky ride. But oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's the big picture. It's we're, keeping this baton going We're going to be in the UK still at the end of winter. Oh, Lord, It could be yeah. bad weather. Yeah. We're going to be in uh, South Africa in the summer, and it's going to be hot mm-hmm. and, right. and hard there. Um, we're just skirting winter in Canada. We're, gonna, we're trying to get through before we hit that. It's not always going to be perfect weather. We've also got some areas where it's monsoon season. I mean, we just could not work around everything and have perfect weather. Right. But I really think that this is going to show everyone what women writers are capable of. I mean, you know, it's helpful that you kind of put that out there because it kind of helps, you know, uh, separate the people who are just doing it as a fun thing versus the gamers, you know? Exactly. So and that's that's who we're calling out on this. We want the people who can can they're tough riders. Yeah. And and show the world something. Exactly. So that's kind of the were were update. Very um, cool. Yeah. Um, and now I will share the other thing that we're doing, which I think is going to be helpful to the community. Uh, as we're planning events, as we go around the world, we're planning events um, that are going to be catering to women. And we're, we're going to go to some like dealerships or shops. Um, it might even be a pub or a cafe. And we're going to have like women speakers. And we want to have like a mechanic workshop. We want to have test rides. We want to have gear there for people to try on. Yep. We want people to share their stories. And we actually have created a whole manual on how to host an event catered to women. And we're actually going to be preparing a report that we are going to share to the industry. Wow. And this is our recommendation for the fastest growing um, market of of buyers for motorcycles are women. And I think they want to be catered to or recognized. And it doesn't take that much. It doesn't. Um, And ultimately, it speaking on behalf of somebody who works at a big dealership if you want more women's gear you go into a dealership you find the clothing or in our case the parts manager just say hey you know we need a better selection than this when i think of our shop it's by no means uncommon Mm. we've got dirt bike gear is that we've got a very good selection of women's dirt bike gear but street bike we've got this giant clothing area and just a small black wall devoted to women's clothing Mm -hmm. so it could be improved the only way you're going to get that is by actually having a bunch of people come in and say hey Mm -hmm. you know i need this Mm -hmm. though i'm going to disagree with you a little bit in that um, uh, people aren't going to brick and mortar to buy a gear. Well, not now. I mean, well, the industry is changing in general. It, the the industry in, is changing in general. I know exactly. that um, a couple of our friends in the industry have said we're stopping selling clothing. Yeah. Right. I think Phil has said that, hasn't he? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. even Phil at Cleveland Moto. It's because tough. people, I mean, people you, come in there to try it on and then they go buy it online. Yeah, you've got to be competitive price-wise. Um and this so, is the advantage if you keep it in stock, because if you can match an Amazon price, and it's it's hard. I mean, some mm-hmm. cases you're working for pennies. So, and this is why this why you want to have these events, right? Because you work at a shop, yes, and I'm sure you guys order from Parts Unlimited 
their day, right? Right. You call your Parts Unlimited rep and say, I need you to get a bunch of women's gear down here for women to try on. Right. If they have it there and you have an event, say a Saturday morning, three-hour open house or something, whatever, Mm -hmm. and they can come and try stuff on, they're much more likely to place the order right then and there than to go home on Amazon. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. Or better still, if you actually have it, if you actually have it and they can grab it and take it home. And find something that fits right. Right. But if he's just bringing samples. Right, right. He's just but he, bringing but he, samples. Samples, but he has a catalog. This also comes in this color, this color, and this color. And they can place the order at the desk right there. But let me tell you right now, when you're dealing with gear, so you're dealing with helmets mm-hmm. and gloves and boots and pants and jackets, you really need your wits about you because you can burn through a hundred grand very, very quickly if you're <laughs> yeah. stocking a shop. I mean, really quickly. You can you can burn through a hundred, hundred and fifty thousand dollars without thinking about it and still have your shop looking pretty sparse. You really need your wits about you. Yeah. So. Um, so it's it's going to take a little bit of work, but I see you know I see the uptick in it. I can actually see the pendulum swinging. We're a actually bit. hoping to change the industry a bit, and that was sure. the goal from the beginning. The beginning, and using the relay to get the attention fastest to growing do that. segment. So that's another thing we're working on. So yeah, it's been a lot of fun working on these things, but. We didn't get to everyone for what challenges lay ahead, what motorcycle challenges. Mm-hmm. So, Jordan, yeah. seems like maybe you're in the middle of a motorcycle <laughs> challenge right I now. I would say so. I was going to say my big challenge for this year is getting through this trip. So. Yeah, exactly. So, tell us <laughs> yeah, what, what you're doing. Trip? Um, yeah. So, the last uh, two years, we've gone to Baja, uh, ran part of the, the course after the course went. Who's we? Uh, Robert. Robert is actually back in Portland. Uh, last two years, him and I have gone. Uh, we met you at the One Moto Show. Yes, yes. And uh, we've done it on XRs, uh, 650Ls, and, nice. and he has a DR350. And uh, it's been really great. Um, the thing about Baja, though, it's it's really remote. You know, it's basically just just desert, kind of sandwiched by two. You know, the cities in Tijuana and Mexicali, and then La Paz, and at the bottom, and it's just kind of wilderness in between. It's a lot of dirt riding. Um, but the last two years, we keep talking to people who are there, and they say, "Oh, you got to go see, you know, Sinaloa, or you got to go see Jalisco, or, mm. or Chiapas, or Yucatan." And so, like, after all these recommendations, I said, all right, this year I threw down when we got back last year. And I said, this year I'm going to tour through Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm on my way right now to the Yucatan is kind of the, the staging point. My wife is flying into Cancun on January 5th. So I've got about 13 days left to get down there. And you have a proper touring bike to do this on. Yes, of course. My first street bike. <laughs> well, actually, my second street bike. I had an XS850 that was kind of, had some problems with it. Yeah, that. everyone makes that mistake. So. <laughs> sure. Um, so, yeah, SV650, it's a 2008. Uh, just converted it to a naked, actually, about a week ago. Mm. Uh, so, put upright bars on it, which is nice, coming from clip-ons. Mm. And, and you have, yeah, you have a nice windshield. Oh, no, no. Nope, no, 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 windshield, no, you don't. No heated grips. No. Do we have a windshield? And here? just rode through Oregon was about 35 down the valley oh, uh, coming over the pass oh, there was a lady right. at the in and out as i was eating my burger she's like you ride that thing in the snow i was like please don't say snow right <laughs> don't jinx just it. wait until i get over the hill um right but it was actually much warmer on the california side and today was pretty wet but it's uh it's still what warmer. time to leave this uh yesterday yeah. oh okay yeah. Uh, uh, well yeah i left uh, a day ago from portland okay cool. uh, came from arcata this morning yeah and yeah, yeah. z has been traveling down she bought a she bike has. and she she's been waylaid i think because of the cold and yeah, the weather yeah. and the i think there is snow coming well, yep. z found out what i found out that scars 
are very painful in cold weather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Far more yeah. so because yeah. you you know your skin's still healing. Mm-hmm. Um, your skin's a protective layer, and uh, dear God, they the largest are. organ in your body. That's right. And she's actually going to be heading down to Mexico too. It's too right? bad you guys are yeah. missing each other. Yeah, it's this is my first long. I've done a trip out to Montana and back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is my first, uh, it's, it should be roughly 8,000 miles round trip. And this is the longest uh, trip I've done by myself for sure. So um, I spent a week in um, Yucatan, mm-hmm. um, in Merida. And I, th- I think I've mentioned, talked about this before, but I had this grand idea to take my motorcycle down to Mexico. And this was back when I was living in Georgia and you could go down to Tampa and get the Mexico ferry. <laughs> and mm. it was a two, two and a half day ferry, but it was almost like a small cruise ship. It had Okay. You know, restaurant and a casino and, nice. and you know, state rooms and everything. Mm. Um, and you could put your vehicles on there and just go straight to Mexico. Right. And um, so my bike, I had a R1100RT and nice. I had blown the engine right before the trip. Nice. So I had to go, much like Tony Guerra right before he won the Ironman, had to go into his shed and pull out the old bike. So I went into the shed and pulled out my old bike, my K75RT that I had not prepared for a trip. Mm. <clears throat> and rode it down uh, to Tampa, stuck it on the ferry, everything's good, go to unload it from the ferry, and I'm riding into town, and all the lights went out, the bike died, and smoke came from underneath the tank. Uh, oh, nasty smoke. business. <laughs> yeah. You let the Perfect. magic smoke out. The magic smoke got out. I didn't know what was going on, but I had to like just abandon it. I, I met some people who let me store it on their mom's porch kind of thing, <laughs> nice. and uh, I had to take a bus into town um, to stay at my hotel hotel that I had pre-purchased um, and now I had no vehicle mm. but fortunately there was a senior citizen tour group staying there and I started going on the day trips with them <laughs> somebody smack Henry before he falls asleep um, yeah so I was doing the day trips with them that's the dog to which be was fair. actually really awesome we went to Chichen Itza mm-hmm. and Ushmal mm-hmm. and Progresso mm-hmm. um, oh that's where the soup comes from mm-hmm. isn't it yeah, yeah. yeah. very good and Bottled over the, the coast the flamingos mm-hmm. and uh I really had a great time. You guess go see know, the cenotes. Do you know yeah. a useless fact about flamingos? Mm. They're naturally white, mm-hmm. but the, the shell. shells shrimp. of the shrimp. The shells of the shrimp yes. send them pink. It's um. It's why I'm pink. Yeah. Um. Narco's quite pink <laughs> when I play with his ears, don't you? Know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So this is your first time going down there. This is my so I've been to Baja. I grew up in San Diego, so I used to go to uh, Tijuana and oh, Sonata a right. lot, like uh, a lot. My, my dad used to let me loose, uh, <laughs> and he would be like, "Go, here's ten bucks." And what I used to do was <laughs> I wait. Hold on, you can get a lot for little, ten little bucks. Side side. This is what I did. So at the elementary school, I used to sell Lucas, which is like a Mexican candy, mm-hmm. yes. and uh, you could buy it from the ice cream man, but it was expensive. Uh-huh. So he'd give me the ten bucks. I'd go and buy a, a crate, like a big crate of Lucas. <laughs> bring it back and sell it at school. Nice. Okay, I have to admit, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot in the cocaine, aren't you? I forgot in the story that you were a child, and I was thinking Check of all the, the things. <laughs> what, what's going on? Here? Ten bucks still goes a long way. It does. Yeah. Uh, so I've never been to mainland. I've been to Baja a lot, yeah. um, but I've never been to mainland. Just just a little bit in Sonora. Hmm. Something that I found, uh, much like, you know, Bagel, when in Pakistan, you find that the people there are really hospitable mm-hmm. and friendly. Mm-hmm. Yep. I found the same in um, Yucatan and Merida. It's right. like you're yeah. you're far enough away from the border <laughs> right. yeah. that they found you interesting. Right. Yeah. Do you know, do you know who else is riding down there right now? 
Who's that? My friend Maruka. Oh, oh yeah. is she? Nice. Yeah, on her yeah, Bonneville. She was originally yeah. she was going to drive down, yeah. and she came to see me at the shop on Tuesday. And she, she took off already, huh? Yeah, and she said, "You know what? I'm going to ride." Nice. I said, "Do it." Good job, man. And Good so we her. did. We did a quick check over of her Bonneville there and then, mm-hmm. and she's going even further. She's going to end up at uh, Mazatlan. Oh, wow. That's wow. a final destination. Nice. Yeah. But I suspect she's going to be down there for a little longer. Do you guys know my good friend Tiffany Burkett? I know the name. Yeah, she did. Um, I don't even know how far she rode, but she rode all across the states, all the way down through Mexico. Right. Um, every time someone mention, mentions Mazatlan, uh, I remember think about her right away because she's the only other girl that I know um, who's ridden the bike that far. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we, but there are quite there. a nice. few, we have quite a few regulars who swing by and see us at Misfits on the way either up or down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My mind always goes back to Max and Will. Mm. Um, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Remember those boys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I haven't I haven't been yet, but in, in like what you were saying, when people see you, there, we were out in the middle of Komondu, which is like a, a really remote province, like right in the middle of the peninsula. And we, this guy is, uh, there's like only like rancheros out there, just branches for miles, mm-hmm. like, you know. And this guy, his, uh, the U-joint on one of his, one of the sides of the wheel had fallen out and he was like fixing it. So we helped him fix it. And they were like, oh, you got to come in and like stay with us and like have some food. We had to get somewhere, but like everywhere we would stop in the middle of nowhere people would always be like yeah come in and like you know but you can stay here let's you know you can have food and stuff right so it's a pretty rad place so is this your first like big trip like this i mean you go to baja that's pretty big but mm-hmm. how many miles do you expect to do uh it should be a, a probably a little over eight thousand round trip Whew. yeah mm-hmm. yeah wow. yeah there's a lot of logistics this time um tires you know oil yeah, multiple yeah, oil yeah. changes this time yeah um so having everything kind of planned out it's been a little bit more of a challenge than uh heated grips man no still don't have heated grips it's all it's all warm from here so what's what's the point now no no it's not i don't know about that hey uh at what point did you uh, oh sorry uh at what point did you realize like holy shit i'm actually doing this now yesterday yeah. yeah, yeah. When I was like, "Oh, it's really fucking cold on the freeway." That's what it, that's what it yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I spent a long time planning a lot of a lot of maps, a lot of like calling. I I call dealerships down in like Jalapa and Veracruz and Merida, like on the way to see if they have tires, just mm-hmm. so I know like along the way where I can stop if I need stuff. Yeah. Um. I I talk to people a little bit on ADV Rider. It's kind of um sometimes is a pretty good resource. Sure. And and just I just ask space. people who right. are from down. There. Um. And for any of our listeners who might be planning on doing this themselves are you fluent in spanish are you talking english to these people no, you pigeon uh, spanish no hablo poco espanol just a little bit um but i kind of know how to just ask and usually in the context that people like i would meet people like in like a restaurant or right like, but i mean stuff i can talk to if them. you're calling dealerships south uh-huh. of the border how does that go? I mean, uh, hola. Google, Google Translate works really well. And you oh, just kinda, okay. You just kind of wing it from there. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I actually, when I was there, I went to a motorcycle shop to see if they could help me fix my bike. Right, right, right. Um, I had left it at somebody's house, right? And what was funny is I go to the shop and I'm ex- trying to explain to them my bike. And uh, most of the bikes there are smaller displacement bikes. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. So I... Um, they thought it might be the battery because everything went dead. Mm-hmm. So they load me into this little pickup truck. But I think because I'm the woman, they made me sit in the middle. So I had like the shifter between my legs <laughs> and this guy shifting. I'm like a little awkward that I'm sitting between them in the center. <laughs> and um, 
they tried to put a battery on there. Of course, mm-hmm. it was the wrong battery. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with the uh, BMWs, everything has to be just right. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. They tried. Didn't work. But I just thought it was so funny. Like, they, they were really trying. Like, they really tried. And I then they would go out to the bike. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. yeah, they, yeah, it was, it was I good. I need to know the conclusion to this story. So did you hmm. abandon it down there? So, here's, mm-hmm. all right, so the conclusion is um, I did my week there and then when it was time to go I had to I got one of the guys at the hotel had an uncle with a flatbed truck so he came to pick me up and we drove to the town where I left the bike and it was somebody had left it on their porch for me and their mom is hanging the clothes up to dry (laughs) above my bike in this tiny little porch and I, I tried to offer them money, and they're like, no, no. Oh, it looks like you guys got blasted oh. by the dog. <laughs> God, the Uh-oh. smell coming oh, no. out of this dog's yeah. ass. Oh, it's a smelly-ass dog. <laughs> oh. There's a lot of coming out. <laughs> um, is, he, is he still on the kitty rocker diet? <laughs> <laughs> it smells so like we, oh, we get dear. down there with the flatbed truck, and yeah. we load it up. And then he tells me to get into the cab, and he's got these two young boys who are on the flatbed because there are no straps. Oh, no. The boys are the straps. Oh, wow. And they're sitting there just supporting it. Wow. But, of course, when we start to move and stop, the bike is kind of rolling. Oh, no. So I'm, like, telling them, grab the the brake uh-huh. with my hand I'm gesturing but mm-hmm. one of the boys reaches up and grabs the clutch, clutch. Oh, no. which has no. a retracting uh, kickstand no. on this bike mm. and I'm just like Alto Alto yeah. <laughs> so I got out go. <clears throat> hopped in up, and I got to be on the flatbed and I just sat yeah. on the bike yeah. as we went down to the port and had to go through like a lot of security checkpoints and stuff <laughs> I'm just sitting astride the bike yeah. and um, we got there and I thought well I had to get it up the ramp into the boat. I'm like, uh, well, let's just see. It, it, it turned on. It started. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh, no. Um, but it, uh, so I got it on the boat. I got it home, and it turned out to be the ABS brain died. Mm-hmm. And that's what the smoke was. Oh, uh, very good. And for a brief moment, it had shorted everything. But then after it sat... Mm. It, I guess it. Funnily mm, enough, bypassed it. For some reason, ABS brains are quite weak on cars and bikes. <clears throat> I know a lot of people who've bought used bikes, used cars, and thing won't start, or things got check engine light on, or mm. or this or this, and it's the friggin' ABS brain. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's a couple of um, diodes in there that. They're separate units, huh? Depending on the vehicle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Um, and there's a place down in uh, Los Angeles that'll actually rebuild them for you because mm, they're not cheap yeah. to buy. I thought um, it was all just part of the ECU or whatever. No, mm. no, 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 no. Um, but yeah, they they are quite weak. <laughs> this dog's making some interesting noises. <laughs> as so well. like, what year was this? Was it back in the eighties or something? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm just asking. No, that's your question, man. Like. It was a it was a ninety five okay. bike, and I think it was. Oh, that's in right like at the end of the K seventy five. Two thousand and two, okay. two thousand one, maybe okay. oh, right. shit, I was, around that. I was getting high, and I was just out of college or out of high school. Yeah, well, no direction in life. But <laughs> enough about me. But um, I had a great time down there. Yeah. The people there are lovely, and there's a Always. lot of really cool right. things to Always. see. I definitely yeah. recommend to go see cool. some of the pyramids there. Yeah, we're gonna go. One of the big highlights when my wife is there, mm-hmm. we're gonna go from Cancun to Merida, mm-hmm. and then down. 
uh, to Campeche and then to Palenque, which is like one of the really, supposedly one of the really old sites down there. Fantastic. Um, so, and a lot of cenotes on the way, a lot of cool. food. For now, sure. when your mm-hmm. wife comes down, I guess she's flying down. Yep. Um, is she going to be going around on the back of your bike? She's going to get a rental car. Oh, great. Yeah, she <laughs> is. So she enjoys biking too. She does, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm trying to get her more into riding. She rode dirt bikes a little bit. We both grew up in Lake Elsinore, so. Right. Uh, everyone, uh, everyone oh, nice. Bike. Come on. So, uh, you know, I'm trying to get her more into riding and um, especially with that ZX, I put a ZX14 shock on the rear right before I left. Mm-hmm. We rode a little mm-hmm. bit, huge difference, you know, because oh, yeah. it actually can adjust, you know, we, the compression. We've talked about this so many times before that every <laughs> single manufacturer really yeah. cheaps out on suspension. Mm-hmm. When, a, you know, what else are you going to cheap out on? You're not going to cheap out on I, brakes. I'm a, I'm a little biased, you know, because this is my first real street bike. Right, I, put, right, right. I put about 12,000 miles on this year. I got it at the end of March and... And uh, just rolled over to twenty thousand actually, and it's been awesome. They're it's great. A, it's bikes. an awesome feeling frame. The power is just perfect. It's yeah. just mm-hmm. enough to get you in trouble, but you know, a, a great for around town. It's you know, you know, and the, but the the suspension was just awful. Oh, Emma, yeah. I know what else they cheap out on on bikes. Go on, seat foam. Yeah, that's <laughs> largely <laughs> true. But you know, I'm going to piss off a lot of SV thousand. Oh, here we go. Here the, we go. The, uh, well, his is a six fifty, yeah, so go ahead and piss them well, off. That's, for it. that's <laughs> what I'm going to say. Is the certainly you know no, no the SV thousand's a nice bike, but the DLs. The DL650 is a way sweeter bike than the DL1000. Mm. Way mm. sweeter bike. It's just a nice... It's a good size for yeah. that engine. It's very free-revving. Mm. It's agile. It's lightweight. It's a mm. lovely, lovely bike. Mm. Yeah, that was one of my big things. Is I didn't Since I wrench on my bikes, I didn't want anything you know super complicated right and hard to find parts for you know yeah. the hardest job on your bike is doing the shims um still haven't done it probably should but yeah, well, <laughs> how many miles you got on it 20k now? right no, now Just rolled you're fine it's yeah it feels fine too so. yeah so knock yeah what's you, up you got a new toy for your bike oh uh, yeah uh, what would you get i went on ebay oh <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. and i bought a, a slipper clutch from a 2017 uh-huh. this is uh, so my bike is for a, which bike? This is the the ninja I have. My bike is a 2006 Kawasaki EX650, mm-hmm. and that motor apparently has not really changed from nope. when it was released until 2017 when they just added a slipper clutch. Hmm. So this is the same as my Versus, right? It's basically yeah. the Versus yeah. motor, and it. Uh, Went online. I mean, like, look at an aftermarket slipper clutch is around eight hundred dollars, and I was in, wow. I was gonna like you know mm. spend that much money for it. Yeah, figure I got like you know about one hundred eighty bucks. Bought the hub and the uh, and the and the uh, the basket, mm-hmm. and uh, it arrived a couple days ago. And these things were perfect. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 it's it. How, uh, much, so, how much did you get it for? Hundred eighty bucks. Oh, that's there you nice. Go. You see, yeah, that's a great good. saving. That's, yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. And uh, I was looking at the microfiche for it, and and the only real difference was like it had uh, the newer ones have a, a, a jetter spring, yeah, and, like one extra washer. And I right, so I right, ordered right. those up and just kind of mm-hmm. planning to swap the plates out. And what you'll probably yeah. You'll need the plate that goes around the Jutter spring. Yeah, the, the, the hole half plate. in the plate has yeah, got the like half. a half lip. Yeah, um, and that's it. Yeah, I mean because of the uh, the OEM one for the 06 that I have doesn't have a Jutter plate. So hypothetically, I could probably run it without. But I'm just going to order all that stuff up, mm-hmm. get some new gaskets, and sort it out. Yeah, but I mean it's it's interesting. It's like this is kind of typical of Kawasaki where they just like to keep things in line, and I guess. They they engineer some pretty decent stuff, from what I understand. I mean, yeah, you're keeping this motor for ten plus years. Kawasaki, changed, you know? um, 
<laughs> you poke, poke that dog. Wake up, boss. The dog sounds like an old yeah. man. He certainly smells like an old man. Yeah. Um, no, Kawasaki. If they if they get a formula that works on yeah. a particularly good bike, ZX14. Yeah. ZX4, you know, Brandon was talking about ZX14s. ZX14s, you know, the changes made to them over the years are very, very minimal. Yeah. And, of course, you know, we, we always go back to Concours. Yeah. Concours, in the entire production run from, like, the mid-'80s, have basically been two bikes. You've got your Gen 1 Concours, yeah. which is just the same bike with detail changes. Up till I can't even remember what it was. Two thousand six, wasn't it? And so, well, yeah. two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. Mine was the last year. The, though. six was last the, year. Get the Gen two. Yeah, that's it. <clears throat> like the my bike right now has the uh, front end fork swap. Right. So and, and when I got the, it was like a two thousand nine ten whatever ZX ten front fork. And that bolted right on to a oh, you right on did. same fucking bearing sizes and everything, and the, uh-huh. the cowl fits the uh, fender cowl fits, oh, tires fit, wheels fit. It's hmm. yeah. So uh, what have you got in the collection now? Not? Right now it's a ZX10 front end from a, like a 10 right. or something like mm-hmm. that. Uh, the rotors are from a 2015, a little bit bigger. Uh, the rear shocks from an R1, right? <laughs> and with the uh, with a stiffer spring, and uh, it's. Pretty much it. Okay. Yeah, that, I didn't do any mods for anything to uh, the motor or nothing like that. Yeah, well, I mean, it's such a nice motor. Yeah. Is that 10 front end? Is that a upside down or a cartridge? It's, yes, uh, upside down front end. Nice, uh, it's, nice. it's got it's the, uh, whatever year they started using the uh, the big piston fork. Okay. Yeah. When I get back, I want to do the front end on mine. I, I just put race techs in, but yeah. just different springs. Yeah, it's, it's for someone who's ridden dirt like you, who's probably a bit of an expert, you'll notice the difference because they're just a lot stiffer, you know, yeah. so. Yeah, I put the stiffer springs in, and it, it definitely helps, but yeah. at a really sharp hit it just it's just a damper fork it'll just kind of oh, go right right, right. Like, yeah you know well i love that you keep finding like new ways to improve and 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 uh, jordan ta- hearing you talk about also working on your bike i think almost everyone here oh maybe henry hasn't done as much huh maybe you haven't <laughs> done as much work no. And oh, and this Brandon no, might come up short on this, but no. we've got a game. Oh no, yeah, I was going to say this morning I swapped out the subframe of my ST eleven hundred. Oh, okay. There you go. Well, then you might do well on this game because mm-hmm. it takes somebody who's got some good knowledge <laughs> of of motorcycles, and I would think scooters will apply here too. Yeah. For bagel, and so what we're going to do is Emma's got a lot of. Um, Terms. Terms. Words. Motorcycle terms. I'm going to use my words, and, darling. And yeah. all you have to do is tell her what it is. Mm. That's all you've all got right. to do. It's the easiest thing in the world. Now, these, there are a lot of English terms here. No. <laughs> but they're not exclusively no. English. They're yes, not exclusively it may be British. It may not. Barrister. And, and yes. so a winker or a, or a knocker, <laughs> something like that. Shut up, so, you tosser. <laughs> let, let's do this, Emma. You we'll, we'll go around the room. We'll, we'll we'll start with Brandon. We'll do one at a time. Yes. Give him an opportunity to answer, and if he can't, we'll see if anyone can steal. Very good. All right. Are you All ready, right. Brandon? Yes. This is your first term. Okay. Brandon, are you paying attention, darling? Not at all. But let's go. Very good. <laughs> Brandon, where would you find a woodruff? A Woodruff. <coughs> um, holding your fairings on? Mm, <sighs> Woodruff no. key. 
Does anyone else want to try anyone and steal? Anyone else want to try and steal? We've got two aiming for the, the okay, guest Jordan, gets go ahead. to steal. Okay. Uh, right. I kind of jumped the gun here. Let's see. <laughs> key is in the... Um, yeah, it's in the clutch, right? It, it actually... Well... Or it interfaces it with can the clutch. Be. It can be in the clutch. It sure. can be in the crank. It can be anywhere where you need to locate on a shaft yes, yeah it's, it's where shaft. you just it's so on the xr650ls on the main shaft i think there's right. a wedge of sticks in the index so i've rebuilt that engine yeah. <laughs> all right let's go to henry henry this Oi. is your term hmm. stanchion where will you find the stanchion mm. oh fork stanchions oh yeah very good mm. that was really good job good job uh -oh. all right jordan you ready <laughs> no all right let's do it <laughs> All right, Jordan. Squib. <gasps> Squib. Uh, sometimes when you're shooting a gun and there's not a accurate, ac uh, good powder charge behind it, the bullet will stick in the barrel, and that's it, called a squib. It's an automotive term. Dang. <laughs> it's also a firearm term, but uh, a squib. Let's see. A squib. It is squib. an English term. Isn't that a guy who doesn't ride with gear or something? <laughs> no, squib. Now that's a squid, <laughs> squid darling. Uh, Flip-flops. All right, where on the bike are you going to find the squib? <sighs> Dang. Take a shot. Squib. Okay, I'll take a shot. The squib is one. Well, if it's about getting stuck. The guest cap. Squib. Gosh, I can't even think. Uh, squib is a part of the transmission? I don't, it, I don't know. No, it's part of the seat, darling. It's a vertical cushion at the back of the seat. Mm. Don't, yeah. <laughs> ah, okay. La, la, nice try. I'll take your but remember, we've got to let people steal, Emma. Yes. All right, Bagel, uh, are you ready for, the, ready for your I'm, term? Ready as I'm going to be. All right. Be gentle. <laughs> and you've got to be very specific with this, Bagel. Ooh. Good, I'm a specific person. Yeah. Carcass. <gasps> mm. oh, oh, that's easy. <laughs> Carcass. That's what you leave on the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's what's left of your self-respect. It's from riding scooters. No, uh, I believe. That is the walk of shame. I believe. The, the, the carcass you're referring to is probably the frame of the bike. No! Oh, wait, let's let Brandon steal. It's a tire. Yes! Yes! Oh, yeah. Did you know that, Knock? Did you know that? Okay. My own tire changes, bro. All right, Knock. Knock. I probably won't know that. What is this term? Are you ready, Knock? Yes. Double knocker. Oh, are we allowed to say that? Are we allowed to say that this time in 2018? Double knocker. It's a double overhead cam. No, it's twin overhead cam. Twin overhead cam. <laughs> but I will give it yeah, to you because my middle name is Benevolent. <laughs> <laughs> I am a generous guy. I am. You know, I am generous. I, I'd say give it to him. All right. We're back to Brandon. Brandon. Mm. You need. This is two parts. Two parts. Do I get two points? You do. I'm okay. going to give you. I'm going to give you one million points <laughs> if you get both right. One million. One points. million points. But you need to name them both. Okay. Pilot. Mm, well, this Where do you is, find it, a pilot? This is oh, extra know, complicated. It could be a race suit. It could be mm. a tire it could be the person who's driving the bike it no it no no I it's steal. not a, a brand name it's nothing to do with a rider uh -huh. it's nothing to do with a tire 
nothing to do with the rider or the tire. Right. Where do you find the pilot? Two places, and you need them both for the million points. You need them both. Okay. Uh, one is the thing that stays lit so that you can turn your bike on. Perfect. The glow plug. Perfect. <laughs> All right. I th- I say we let uh, Knock try and steal. Knock? Are you steal. talking about the jets? Mm-hmm. Pilot jet? Pilot okay. Uh, one. one. So that is worth half a point. Oh, shit. So no, for, pilot? So yeah, there's worth... 999,999 and a half points, where is the other place that you can find a pilot? Oh, is it the uh, the igniter for the ECU? No, no that that's in your central heating, the, darling. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyone else? That. Anyone else? Pilot. Um, Anyone? Mm. The exhaust? No. All right, I think you have to get, give it to him. What it's is it? actually quite an old-fashioned British term. Mm. Um, the go. parking light bulb in your headlight was known as the pilot light. Oh, oh. 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 Yeah. oh the parking bulb. Okay. Yeah, mm. yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So uh, right. no points for anybody. Right. Henry. Oh, shit. I got a half a point. Hopefully. <laughs> nice. um, Henry, once yeah. again, you need to be extremely specific with this. Okay. And it does not mean somebody with a collection of one willy. <laughs> monocoque <laughs> monocoque monocoque frames yeah but t- I want to know what it is it's not where you're going to find it they, I mean I'm making the rules up as I go along I want you, <laughs> I want you to tell me Perfect. what a monocoque what is it? frame is or oh, how it how it would look how would a monocoque there frame that, look wait, would it be a thing of beauty darling yeah there's that French uh, zoot alors there's that French bike that was still the, pressed uh, the sacre bleu 3000 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no 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 it's the like, cabernet <laughs> the no 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 you cannot get on your phone no 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 no. no, it's the name of the. No, I don't remember the name of the bike, but the monocoque frame is where the yes. body of the frame. Yes. I mean, the body of the bike is basically the One frame. One penis. Yes. How's the it made? whole thing. Like, it's stamped. It's usually stamped steel. Like there you, you go. I'll give it to you. All right. I'll give it to you. That's what I was looking for because a monocoque, certainly on a bike, is usually made out of flat panels welded together into a box section. Mm-hmm. I mean, famously, the most famous monocoque were the Norton Racers of the mid seventies um, that Peter Williams came up with. Not to, me- up right now. Uh, not to mention the vintage Vespas. At Atlas Honda, I saw them pressing the frames and then welding the two right. halves together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good job, Henry. So, All right, uh, Jordan. And it it's can so. also be a collection of one Willie. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's called. I the have a collection majestic. of monocoques. It, yes. Nice. Oh, there's a stop it. Nice. All right. All right, Jordan, are you ready? Yes, let's All do right. it. Mm. <sighs> <laughs> Uh-oh. She's getting excited about this one. Jubilee. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Jubilee. Uh, Jubilee. Where's the Jubilee? X-Men character. <laughs> <laughs> one of the most useless characters I've ever yeah, are really yeah, agreed. The, the, agreed. The Queen had one in 1977, but mm-hmm. it was a different kind of Jubilee. <laughs> oh, okay. Not the motorcycle Jubilee. I think I've had the dessert. <laughs> Jubilee. Cherry's yeah, Jubilee. I got, all the, I got all the hard ones. Uh, no, this is actually a brand name, um, but like... You know, a lot of people call vacuum cleaners Hoovers uh-huh. because so it's, it's, it's become brand. so synonymous mm-hmm. with the product. Frisbee. Um, Jubilee is a, started off as a brand name. <laughs> 
but it is so synonymous. If you talk to an English biker and say Jubilee, Jubilee they'll know exactly guess. what you mean. Mm, Take a guess. If it's something... It's like a party. English biker uses yes. so frequently that the name of the tool itself is a Jubilee. It's the part that fell off the Norton. Ah, it is. Yes, of course. <laughs> they are on Nortons. And oh. you may you may find them on Triumphs as well. Mm. Would you find them and on the road BSAs? All right, you got to take a shot. <laughs> yeah. Um, gosh, Jubilee. Say it's like a. I'm gonna say the Jubilee was a. <sighs> say something. <laughs> was a. Um, Gosh, something that's Every common. time I think he's going to okay, say something, he stops. I, I'm going to just, <laughs> just give it up. Does anyone else want to take a shot? I'm going to take a wild-ass guess. Yeah, yeah. wild guess. I'm going to guess that's the master link in the chain. Oh, good guess. <laughs> Who said that? Um, I did. Bagel, you are completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought. Is it the steering stem nut? <laughs> it's... It's probably one of the most unglamorous and yet important parts of any motorcycle. The seat. Jubilee is a hose clamp. Oh. <laughs> a hose clamp. Okay. I thought you were going to say the rider. Gosh, couldn't you? And how did you get, like, what? Yeah, how does this work? No, I, I've already plan. said it's a brand name that's become so synonymous. Oh, okay. That's if right. you open the hood of any Jaguar, darling, yeah. if you look at Jubilee. the oil lines of any Triumph BSA, you'll see a tiny little oval with Jubilee on all those clamps. Oh, yeah. Interesting. All right, Bagel. Yes. You ready? Bagel. I'm ready. And you have to be extremely specific, Bagel. Extremely. There's no point in making those come to bed eyes with me. I'm going to be hard on you. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Well, well then. <laughs> Sipes. Sipes. Oh, Sipes. Sipes. Oh. Like Wesley Snipes? Oh, S for sugar. I for I peed in the corner. P for pee in the corner. <laughs> e for echo from the pee in the corner. I would like to and S for steel. oh steel. shit. Sipes. Aren't these uh, uh, pliers? No. No. Mm, good guess. I know. No, okay, darling. Totally Jordan wants to steal. I live in a rainy climate, so I know exactly you what know sipes what are. Do <laughs> you want to yep. steal, Jordan? The, the continental motions I have have surprisingly good sipes, which uh, are the little grooves in the tires oh, that push yes, water away. Yes, there it is. And that is right. Jordan. Represent Portland. That answer was so specific. Oh, I am awarding you... <laughs> Seven. Half a point. Wow. <laughs> We're tied. <laughs> tied with it. Tied with Knox. All right. It's Knox's turn. Oh, man. Well, was that it? Well, what about the other half? Yes. No. Well, wait a minute. What was the other half of Sipes, though? That's yeah, it. What is no, the that's other it. half? That's it. I think that's it. No, it's a rain groove style. Oh, okay. Yeah, just rain groove. Oh, I should have known that. Rain groove. Damn it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me think. Oh, no. Let me think. Uh, she's going to pick a hard-ass one. No, I'm not going to pick a hard-ass one. I just, you should. I don't know. Whatever. There's no point in looking me like that now. <laughs> plunger. Oh, shit. Plunger? Plunger. It's the fucking... It's the choke plunger for the for the carburetor. Oh, the, the plunger for the brake, the master cylinder. Ah. Piston. Huh? Mm-hmm. 
break country the best. It's just the best. That's a nasty hum there. Um, <laughs> no, you're actually incorrect. You put it's, it on top of your helmet. Oh, <laughs> it is. Um, it's a wooden handle thing with a suction yep. cup at the end of it. <laughs> there it is. Push your turds around the U bend with. Perfect. <laughs> it's actually no. The plunger, <laughs> the plunger can be many many things. However, uh-huh. in this case. I'm referring to the rear suspension hmm. of a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Plunger rear end. And plungers were very, very interesting. They predate swing arms. In, hmm. um, what in the early of? days of motorcycling, um, bikes had rigid rear ends. Almost immediately mm-hmm. after the Second World War in the 1940s, um, all the English motorcycles went to plunger rear ends. Oh, shit. I, okay, and yeah, I know exactly what it they, is. They lasted until about the early 50s, and then they became swing arm rear ends, so mm. tra-la-la. Yeah, so the entire like axle and <coughs> rear tire moved up and down. Oh, yeah. The bike basically did not um, fold in half. However, had you said it is a wooden handle suction for <laughs> I'm, pushing, I'm, I should have gone for the pushing obvious, Pushing my huh? turds around the end. <laughs> 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 that to you. Well, good. Yeah, look at that. See, <laughs> Brandon's a, got a picture uh, of a fireman. That's me. <laughs> oh, is that you? <laughs> you can put this one up on the. <laughs> no, we're, we're going to. Not only is we, he clean shaven, he's 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 in a fireman's uniform. I was. Nice. Yeah, we uh, we had a. Uh, you're, burn- you're, you're much more handsome in a uniform. Oh, well, thank you very much. We had a burn to learn, and uh, and we found a plunger, and so <laughs> yeah. I I'd had to take a picture of so, it. Did you burn the plunger? So, uh, we how, didn't burn the plunger. We saved it. How much do the uh, ladies get when you tell them you're a firefighter? <laughs> I was a firefighter for three years. I'm actually okay. Very good. Um, um, so mm. who are we up to mm. out now? Uh, no, I think we. Let's assume that everyone is tied, and I think we're going to do one more. And first one is shouts out the right answer wins. Mm. Okay, all right. This is a free for all, and it's this a is a million and one points. This is for exactly one million and one points to win the game, but you have to be extremely specific. Where would you find the gudgeon? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I know the rear exactly. axle. Well, no, nope. I got it. I got axle. it. Shout it out. It's the wrist pin when you're in your uh, underneath wow. your piston. Ding, ding, ding. Um, Gudgeon pin. That's right. Smarter than you look. Right. That's Not right. Really, <laughs> um, so, knock wins tonight's star prize, which is in fact a plunger. Yeah, and a brush to match. <laughs> Perfect. Good, good game, you guys. Yes, yeah, yeah. I, I, that, that was very good. Well done. So, um, I wanted to give a little PSA, a little reminder to everyone out there, especially because as people are buying more and more stuff online and having it delivered to them, you have to be aware of the package thieves. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys saw, but earlier this week, they caught a package thief and uh, posted her picture, and I realized the photo was taken down the street from my house. Wow. In oh, the yeah, parking yeah, yeah. lot. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and Jim had been sent um, the person he bought the welder from said he had a whole bunch of extra um, uh, uh, tools for the compressor and said he would send them out never arrived so mm. we're thinking maybe a package thief got it yeah. so just be remember there's more and more of these package thieves out there I don't know what the the trick is to. I know the trick. Have stuff delivered have to some, to your somewhere work. else. Require yeah. signature. Um, so um, the trick, I believe, is get an empty box, and it helps if you have a cat. <laughs> and then, um, fill the empty box with the contents of the cat's litter box. Mm-hmm. 
preferably after the cat's been using it for about a week, and write your own address on it and just leave it on your front porch. Oh, I like that. <laughs> that's up there with you. I'm sure everyone saw the glitter bomb. The glitter thing. bomb. That's yeah, that exactly amazing. what I was yep. thinking of. That was awesome. Yep. And the fart spray. Mm. Oh, that Don't fart spray. You do not mess around with that. We had that. Really? I had to throw it away because it was lethal. Oh, yeah. Is this, is like this, your, fart? Is this your fart spray here? Yeah, no, it was ten times worse than him. Ten times worse. Was it like uh, pure methane or something? It was literally like oh, it smelled like you had a handful of diarrhea. Oh, <laughs> did like, it? And that was just like I got it on the tip of my finger from hitting the spray bottle. Oh. And it was, it was is it like bottled horrible. air from the five with the, was, the dairy farm? Horrible. Mm. <laughs> Does it, did it smell like patchouli? <laughs> oh, Santa Cruz. It was like, a, a, like it was like a landfill diaper. You're just, oh, oh. Oh. But, but not <laughs> undeserved that? in that situation. That, there's a visual component to that uh, idea of what that hey, smells that like. Hey, that is a great. Horrible. That's a great name for a band. Yikes! Landfill, landfill diaper. And full of diarrhea. Wait, wasn't that already a band name? <laughs> I think so. Oh <laughs> <laughs> so we've, it is. we've got a lot of emails to we, catch up to. Oh, we have got oh, yeah. so many emails. <laughs> but before we do, I wanted to send out a reminder again about our new T-shirts. And knock the whatever design you come up with, that's what we're going. It's not going to be anything you special. Are, you are the artist in residence, and I trust you. I hate that you're doing this. What? <laughs> so much pressure on me, man. What? It's Every just a week. T-shirt. It's just a T-shirt, but just a reminder to uh, to get one of these T-shirts. Um, go to Patreon and be a subscriber for $5 or more, and you will automatically get a T-shirt. And the deadline is going to be January 1st, so that's coming up in like yep. a week and a half Hurry up. Um, to get one of these free T-shirts. We will make up extra, so there will be some for sale after that. But, um, I, you know, I think if you support us, we support you, and we're going to send you a cool new T-shirt. So that is happening. Um, but I wanted to get some emails. And this is uh, from our friend Sheila in Texas. Hey, Sheila. And she... You know, I haven't heard from Sheila in a long time. You know, because I usually just respond to her emails or she sends stuff to share. And I don't always read them. Right, okay, um, But she's always sending me really cool stuff. But this one is in response to the towing scam we were talking about. Right, 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 right. And she had an experience happen when she was a teenager. And I wanted to share, um, because, I mean, I do think it's a scam, but... And in this case, I'm like, I'm not sure what happened, but it's just something to be aware of. Um, so she was uh, 19 and she had totaled her car. Um, the officer came to the scene, was really nice. The car that uh, she hit left the scene. The officer uh, looked at me, looked at my car, and looked back to me and said, I know this is your fault, but I think you'll be in enough trouble when your parents find out what you did, so I'm not going to give you a ticket. So she's like, all right, so it's been a good experience so far. Um, she had just bought an expensive pull-out radio, so she grabbed that out of the car before she went to the hospital. Mm-hmm. The priorities, yes. <laughs> the car was towed to a body shop, and I was told, and I told the insurance company where it was. A few days later, I went to the body shop to get the rest of my belongings from my car. They handed me a box with my stuff in it, and I asked where my car was. They said, oh, the insurance company sold it, and it's on its way to Houston. Wow. She said, how can they sell my car it was mine 
I went to the insurance company and explained that I was about to report my car stolen because neither me or my parents agreed to release the car to them. I liked that car. I wanted to fix it. I told them the other half of my radio was in that car. Right. They gave me a good price for my car and it checked to go to Best Buy to get a new radio. My job fired me for not coming to work that day. Oh, and since man. I was jobless with no way to help make a car payment, my parents wouldn't buy me a brand new car. Well, oh. shit. <clears throat> yeah. She says, I'm still mad at the insurance company for selling my car. They kept wanting me to sign off that I had no further injuries. I never did sign that. You never know when an injury might pop up. Yeah, mm-hmm. surprise, bitch. Yeah, my so. My neck hurts. That's, <laughs> <laughs> my neck, my back. My neck and my back. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know how, if she never signed anything, I didn't think that they could just yeah. sell it. Yeah, that's that's pretty shady. Yeah. That is shady. That does sound shady, but you know, just as you were uh, reading that, I, I was reminded back my friend Kathy a couple of years ago. Well, no, probably ten years ago now, um, was involved in um, a wreck. She was hit by a drunk driver mm. head on. Oh, yikes, um, dude! Yeah, and um, she was driving a Jag, darling. So mm. she was driving a substantial motor car, mm-hmm. and this thing was so perfectly maintained mm-hmm. um, and it looked like brand new but it got a ton of miles on it I mean it got 250,000 miles wow. on that's it. a lot of miles on a Jag and um, no they last that long easily knock if Did you they really? them yeah and um, it depends if they were made on a Monday or a Friday there you go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the insurance company would not offer anything for this car because of the mileage and wow. I mean in the end she had to settle on three grand Jeez. just because of the mileage mm. um, you know they, they sent the inspector out to do, to look at it and he looked at this bit Jesus Christ this thing's got 250,000 miles on it should have um, swapped out the odometer before he looked at yeah. it <laughs> yeah. well, one doesn't think about these things from a hospital bed well yeah so yep. you know insurance companies they can be kind of tough to deal with and even I stepped in and said look this car is Perfectly maintained. It's like brand new, but no three grand. Yeah. What you got there, wow. Emma? Um, I'm I'm actually going to read two. Um, one's a little bit longer. One's a little bit shorter. Um, Jeremy Morse. Hello, Jeremy. Um, hello, Miss Fitz. I'm Jeremy, and greetings from Old New Hampshire. And he spelt old with an e on the end, so I really Oldie. is old. Yeah. Um, your show has been a delightful way to lighten up my commute or slow work days, especially now that it's winter here and riding has become the purview of the crazies. Um, <laughs> I positively love your down-to-earth sensibilities. Your show is like listening to a semi-functional family catching up on each other's degenerate <laughs> wheat. I would disagree with that. Um, wow. A couple of weeks ago, you had a very lively discussion about motorbike technology and how much is too much. Yeah, I remember that. Um, I've pondered this subject for years. My main ride and true love, although there are no pictures of me within bed yet, is a 71 Honda 504. Well, that's a very good bike. Um, For me and how I ride, this is the ideal vintage. Now, um, Honda 504, it's a four-cylinder bike, so it rides like a four-cylinder bike. It's carbureted. It's got a disc on the front, although it's a pretty feeble disc. Um... You know, it's it's almost a modern riding bike, um, and the suspension's not bad. Um, he's saying it's designed to be reliable, and with simple maintenance it is. He's upgraded it with some decent tyres. I think he says he's got Avons on it. Um, he can do the 3,000-mile tune-up in under an hour. It's all simple tools, and he's had it for 10 years. Uh, he's ridden some very, very long trips on it. So his question is, 
what should he replace it with mm. and he's got to think a lot of things he doesn't like which i kind of agree with um he doesn't like lcd dashes mm. um he doesn't like engine management and he doesn't like styling and <laughs> uh, well certain kinds of styling and he specifically mentions the fj09 now, there's a lot of people out there who like the FJ09. Wait, I was going to say, if he doesn't like styling, get a Harley. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know exactly what he wants to get, what he should get. Oh, yeah? What should he get, Not CB1100, the new one. Oh, yeah. Actually, that is an extremely yeah. good bike. It's got the dial gauges that are, you know, analog. Right. And he's, you know, he was saying he's, he was going for an older sport tour, like a Ducati SD2 or a VFR. What's the thing that looks like a I Pokemon? Mean, what? Oh. Yeah, there's a, oh, the, a big, huge one that looks like an angry Pikachu or something. <laughs> Is it yellow? Kind of look like that? I guess I don't know. I mean, Daytona the one looked like a. The, you mean the Hayabusa? Yeah, there was a oh. period in the '80s when most cars looked like angry kitchen appliances, but thankfully <laughs> those days. Um, no, he was mentioning the the Ducati ST2 or VFR, and you know both of those things in their way are very mechanically heavy bikes and mm. kind of complex in a weird sort of old school mechanical kind of way. Mm -hmm. VFRs are very good bikes, mm -hmm. but well, you what, can get them cheaply. What gen VFR though? Pre VTEC? Well, Gotta go. There, I would think so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a, a VTEC VFR is is a hard sell for me. Yeah. I'd, if you give me a choice between a VTEC VFR and a um, gear-driven cam VFR, I'm going to go for the gear-driven cam one. Yeah. The duck wouldn't be too bad either if you're willing to do the belt replacement and the yeah, um, I mean, shims. Ducks can empty your bank account mm -hmm. again. It if you're doing very your own work, quickly even the old ones is it shim under bucket or is it uh lock they're, nut? they're uh, rings to these kind of it's a shim under bucket type but they're like little rings that split mm -hmm. like split collars right oh, okay. exactly yeah. so um hmm. so you he, and he concludes with so you see my dilemma i appreciate modern bikes for their braking and handling prowess <laughs> but maybe the old 500 is too perfect for me and i should con just continue to ride it and wince at everything else on the road jeremy how about a nighthawk 750 hey, victory vision i don't think a nighthawk 750 is gonna ride that much better than his 504 hmm yeah, I, I guess. I, I mean, it's more of a modern yeah. bike. I mean, really? I it's more of a modern bike. It's going to be heavier. It's going to be more stable. It's heavier. Yeah. Um, suspension is better. Suspension and braking is <clears throat> yeah. better, but it's not sort of woo better. Oh, yeah. he, should go, he should look at uh, Guzzi. Yeah. They're, I they're think, very easy. I think you're on the right track with that CB1100. Yeah. Once, you, once you get past the fact that it's an 1100. Well, yeah. wait a minute. What about, um, was it the Kawasaki's that we saw at oh, the AMX Bell? The Z-Rex? Oh. The, yeah, the, the new. The Z-Rex would be pretty awesome, yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, the Z900s? Yes, 900, the Z900. Z900. Yeah, we, we've, we've got a couple of those at the shop. We just got the Cafe Racer one. The also, the, one. those things oh, are the, the XSRs, the 900. And the yeah. Yamaha XSR. Those look pretty right. good. Yeah. They look pretty good. What about like 919 or the Hornets? Honda, old Honda mm -hmm. Hornets. Oh, yeah. They, Hornets would be great, You know, too. those things were made in Italy. Mm -hmm. but there's some really good um, new, like, modern retros right, right. now. Right. Um, mm -hmm. Or, um, yeah, I was going to say the W650 Kawasaki, but again. Oh, yeah. the uh, Yeah. You know, when it came yeah. out, the CB500, I mean, it was such a good bike. In a lot of ways, it's a lot sweeter than the 750. Mm -hmm. um, it's certainly longer lasting than the 750. <laughs> 750's got some weird sort the of like... The 500, not the 550? 500. Okay. 500 was... The 750 came out first in 1969, and then in late 1970, the 500 came out. 
and that lasted for I want to say four years and then it became a 550 but it's basically the 550 and the 500 are basically the same bike wonderful bikes yeah Um, second one is a quick one yeah and it is um, it's a Misfits Christmas Miracle exclamation points from Leslie Leslie Spetz hey Leslie hey Leslie hello crew still listening and loving you guys Wanted to share... Oh, she loves you, Nark. Uh, no. No, no. There, that's a lie. Uh, wanted to share how you inspired me this week. Oh, this is going to be good. I do custom framing. It's crunch time with framing piled up and my joiner crapped out on me. A very oh shit moment right. passed. I tried to see if I could find somebody to repair it without any luck and my framing buddies were loaded up and really couldn't help me out. And then, in the back of her mind... She said, I heard Emma's voice in my head talking about manuals. Because I know Manuel. He's a very good mechanic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Got good wo- hands, Manuel. Yeah, it works, Manuel works out of Tijuana. Um, she said, I heard Ma- Emma talking about manuals, and I heard the rest of you talking about just jumping into a project. So I dug the manual out, and after another oh shit moment, when I saw the diagram, I gave it a go, repaired the machine myself, and it's actually working. How cool is that? Yeah. So thank you for the inspiration and the laughs your program brings into my life. Be blessed with sunshine and curvy roads, Leslie. Indeed. Sorry if this is a repeat. Don't think the first one said. No, it's not a repeat, darling. Isn't that great? Yeah. yeah. You can do it. I can see Leslie now doing the Rosie Riveter, you know, with a big forearm going, you can do it. Because she did it. She fixed her framer. Nice. Knock. You ready yes. to read that one? This one's a good one. It's called uh, Pop My Dirt Cherry. <laughs> oh, I like uh, And uh, Crash Report by, uh, this is from our friend Matthew. Hello, hey, Misfits. Matthew. 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 Hello, Misfits. Uh, it's Matthew Kern again. Thanks for the advice about the iron butt. Still looking to nail down dates and make a couple of 500-mile mm-hmm. test rides. Mm-hmm. But uh, he says he can't wait. Uh, finally made on the dirt. Not on his verses, but on his friend. Uh, his friend bought... Oh, his friends? <laughs> so uh, <laughs> his friend picked up... Yeah, that's a good deal. Uh, 05 CRF 250X for $300. Nice. What? Yeah. yeah. Three? And 05, what? yeah. Three hundred yeah. bucks. Three hundred dollars. So uh, we threw a carb rebuild kit and a battery, and the thing runs yeah. amazingly. Apparently, mm-hmm. uh, so we picked up some dirt pants, some jerseys, and off they fucked. As you say, uh, they hit up some local OHV areas nearby, and it's apparently life changing. Uh, it was met. It was wet. It was met. It was it wet, was... muddy, uh, and slick. <laughs> But it could not keep the smile off my face. Quickly realized that I have no idea what I'm doing, <laughs> like like we do. Jeez, uh, have a couple close had a couple close calls and saves, but it kept it upright. But then I crashed while crossing a single lane pavement service front. Ooh, nasty wow. business! Uh, front tire washed out and tossed me off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am okayish. Knees still sore. Skin my thumbs. Scraped up my buddy's helmet. Uh, he was borrowing a helmet, apparently, and uh, <clears throat> I can't believe that he crashed uh, on that one bit of pavement. Uh, had all the right gear except the proper dirt boots, but he says he can't get. I can't wait to get back on it, and the bike survived without a crash. Uh, says loves the show. I recently got my ten year old sons to start listening. <laughs> hmm, maybe not a good idea. <laughs> oh. Or either that or dad of the year. Right, right. Mm. <laughs> he was excited to hear his email a couple of weeks ago and uh, wanted to come down to visit. Uh, well, he's saving his pennies. He can recycle money to buy a dirt bike. Ah, yeah. right. I'm going to get that kid work, man. <coughs> and hoping to get him a TTR 125 or DRZ 125. Yes. He's uh, five foot one. But you could say that, uh, say hi to him in the next, pod- next podcast and it would 
make his week. What's his name? Uh, doesn't say his name. Yes, it did Darth it. Hello, Hitler. 10-year-old son. Uh, it says it right at the end, Mark. Oh, love Matthew and Ryan Curran. Ryan. Ryan. Hello, Hello mate. Yeah. Hi. Konnichiwa, hey, Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> yeah, and, so um, 300 yeah. bucks, man. That's awesome. Yeah, that's I a good know. deal. And we have one more that, um, knock. This is from our friend Mad Patty. Mm. And it's 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 like a it's a four pager. It is a four pager. So yeah. I was wondering if you could just do your paraphrasing of that real quick. Uh, did I even read this? Yeah, he, he said uh, uh, something about. I got uh, yeah. I I got a gold wing. I got a bunch of bikes. Uh, I like to ride. Uh, never had a scooter. Oh. Uh, got any new uh, beginner bikes that we could ride? Uh, CX five hundreds. I guess I was on one of those for a little bit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, this guy's actually, he's, he's an interesting yeah. cat. Yeah. Um, no, it's a great email. He he grew up riding in England. He's ridden race. He's ridden Wait, um, a London dispatch rider. He's done a lot of stuff. His uh, up-the-butt bike is a Mike Hillwood replica 900 yeah. SS. Oh, Ooh, that's a very good bike. Fucking good. And a Guzzi Le Mans Mark One. Ooh. It's uh, very much of the time. And he's riding an old Goldwing. Yep. Yeah, yeah. mid-80s Goldwing 1200. Yeah. Cool. It was just too long to read the whole thing, but thank you for sending that. Yeah. Um, Jordan, you want to try and read an email then? Oh, I. He's you, got you have one. a good voice for this, I, too. Uh, you know? hmm. I'll try to read. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Okay, I got it the right way. This is from Lawrence. Step one. Hey, Lawrence. <laughs> hey, Lawrence. Lawrence says, "Hey guys, I've been a listener for over two years, having been riding for thirty and racing for twenty. I always find something enjoyable every week." From field trip recaps to Bosley interruptions, as such right now. <laughs> All the history holes that Miss Emma gives, and even the times I disagree with things said. I'm writing to you guys because the comment that the talented, in caps, Miss Emma made on episode 290. Helmets, no matter how good, need to be replaced about every five years. An awry is not a lifetime purchase. Right. The interior padding and foam deteriorate as well as the shell. Please keep up the great content, and I'm sorry I didn't get the chance to buy you guys beer when the Toronto Film Festival is happening. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Hopefully next year. Lawrence. Lawrence, he, he, you know, he's absolutely right. And and P.S., his up-the-butt bike is, is? a Ducati uh, Desmo Sedici. Oh, very well, nice, too. And, but I have many helmets that are way older than five mm. years, but they live in, in a cabinet. Well, They're not being used often. What I was going to say to Lawrence, um, and he, if you actually get down to the nuts and bolts of it, he's absolutely right. Mm -hmm. However, it'd be very, very easy for us who sit here, and most of us in this room have got very, very good jobs. Sure! Just buy yourself another $900 array <laughs> every five years. Well, if it's, it's, if it's a daily driver. If, if daily it's a wear, daily yeah. driver, yes. Yes. They, they're not going to last that long. the simple fact is, a lot of people simply haven't got the means to do that. I mean, mm. if I was to actually budget for a new 900 buck helmet regularly... And regularly, to me, is every five years on top of everything else. You know, it's, it's sometimes making that leap is hard. So you have to kind of make a sort of compromise in mm -hmm. terms of cost. Mm -hmm. Polycarbonate helmets, the shell does deteriorate. We all know that. And it's got about a two or three year life. Mm -hmm. 
fiberglass helmets yeah and i agree that the shell is going to last forever but the if interior it's not is exposed to sun if it's not exposed to sun you're going yeah. to drastically increase the life of the helmet right. um so it is a compromise and but yeah i mean he he's absolutely right no if and you, that's why carbon fiber all of the most expensive helmets i've ever bought i never wear they live in a cabinet. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know why. I just like wearing cheap ones better. But I have some very nice ones. I, I would say from the broke-ass student corner here, yeah. um, one of the things, I've done this for the second year in a row, I buy gear around this time of year that is from one or two model years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I just got an ECE uh, rated helmet that has moisture wicking on the inside, has a lockable visor. Right. Um, came with an extra liner for $80. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So, I mean, the, See, the deal are out there thank you Iron right Pony. and we're, and, we're and so, all yeah. on different budgets every single yeah, one absolutely. of us on different budgets and as you say a student budget is a student budget yeah. so tra la la you could ride like henry and i and just have to replace them every six months anyway mm-hmm. well exactly well, no no you buy the really good gear and then when you crap or when somebody hits you you make an insurance claim and keep on wearing the gear oh, oh, oh I no see. i i get new gear with it because it's totally destroyed every time oh <laughs> cut it off exactly <laughs> so i think i think we've got enough emails if you haven't read your email save them we will keep oh no we're, we're, we're gonna get around to reading them all um and uh, it still re- remains to be determined if we're gonna have a podcast next week because we're gonna have a party we are gonna have a party <laughs> at, a the house, at the house of the gym sunday the party's on pod- saturday should we record at the party Maybe, but then that becomes a big editing job. For yeah. Well, if um, if there is a podcast next Sunday, I shall not be here. I'm just saying we might take next Sunday off. It is between Christmas and New Year's. And even though I think people may be coming over to the garage, I like the rare occasions that we get to go out for a group dinner. And um, yeah, that's so fun. we'll say, but we'll see. Who knows? We might put something together. I'm just saying. Then maybe we won't have one, and let's take a day off. We'll, we'll see. see. Yeah. We'll see. We always come up with something to talk about. Yeah. It's usually. funny, isn't it? It is. We have a lot to say. Well, <laughs> and so, Jordan, yes. wh- wh- where are you staying tonight? That is a great question. Mm-hmm. I have camp gear. Uh, I think there's a beach over there. There is, <laughs> there is, there is a beach with no camping. Uh, I don't know. So I don't know if you know that we have a huge homeless problem here. Oh, should we send uh-huh. them up to the, the you guys got, like, a homeless mission? encampment up yeah, by yeah. Knox like, house? <laughs> well, sure. you know, it was a long time ago. I used to play in a band and we toured around this way and there used to be a forest outside of town where just... Used bunch of hippies, bunch of hippies lived and up in the forest and did acid all the time. Does that still happen? Like things haven't there? changed that much. Okay. Are they <laughs> still up there, up in the forest? Or uh, not as not hippie as much. Oh, okay. That's, it's mostly that's over. heroin now. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so not staying there. Okay, uh, you're welcome to stay on my couch if you I want. I really appreciate that. <laughs> that's I'm one gonna, way to do it. I'm gonna go to where all the junkies are. You know, well, maybe mix up a little batch yeah, of you know, you know black tar for myself. Liza, that's great if you to step up I was going to step up as well if he didn't mind the ride back to Monterey but he's less likely to wake up with a face full of kitten (laughs) (laughs) apparently vicious kitten yes exactly well what what do you prefer vicious kitten or farting dog um I guess I'll stay here because it's here. (laughs) Exactly. No no hard feelings. No, not at all. But I am a 45-minute ride away, and I think you might 
feel you've done enough riding. I've also got a ride to Elsinore tomorrow. Right. So I'm taking 101 out. And if I remember, it's been a while. Monterey's on the one. Monterey's indeed on the one on the other side. Well, and let's, you know, let's say happy holidays to everyone, too, because this is going to be coming out. Um, A lot of people aren't going to be at work. Uh, A lot of people may not hear this until after Gosh, can I do a uh, shout-out? Is that that a thing? Uh, Do it. Shout-out to Jay and Ashley, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They were here not too long ago. They say, what's up, motherfuckers? (laughs) (laughs) Shout-out to Robert. Thank you for helping me uh, with the bike. Did a lot of work on the suspension with me. He's always been the leveler of heads. When I reach for the hammer and say, no, trust me, I can hammer this out. He says, why don't you just put that down for a second? We'll figure this out. Thanks, Robert. Sounds like uh, Brandon earlier today. Oh wait! What about me? Try, try, I mean, you couldn't get the bolt out. And you were, like your level of frustration was so high, and I just kept watching you doing the same thing over and over and over. I was trying to hold the, the little <laughs> ring uh, stable while I pulled the nut out, but it wasn't working. No, and you just kept trying the same thing. Yeah, over yeah. and over, and I was just watching. So I have a so, holiday thing though. Um, and are you going to be at the one show? I will be at the one in show, February. of course. Yeah. Well, well you will nice. see us. Well, I think yeah. a bunch of us are going to be yeah, there. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, you should actually, show. I think it's going to be a total shit show. Well, that sounds awesome. Uh, <laughs> I think it's going to be Knock, Bagel, Emma, Magic Mike, and Naked Jim, <laughs> and myself. Yeah, it should. It, it, last year was awesome. It, it seems like it gets better and better every year. A lot of a lot of really awesome right. stuff coming through. So. Cool. I, I, I think that imitation that Henry did of Magic Mike was just it was yeah. extraordinary just, I would say since you haven't met Mike before I would just say the best advice don't look at him when you're yeah, don't, in yeah, yeah. Inside yeah. Of you. don't look don't at him while he's inside the, you the yeah. one from Baston and he, uh, he's the SV so, guy right no. yeah. <laughs> New York oh yeah New York. pumpkin New York New York huh yeah yeah, yeah. no we are gonna be hard. hey Mike, Mike if you're listening my family still lives in Westchester the whole Italian family so respect to you Mike respect yeah alright so yeah, um, that's our. I think our next big group trip is going to be up to one show. Which I think so. I'm really Great. looking yeah. forward to. Yeah. But yeah, as you point out, this is going to be going out. A lot of people are going to be listening to this Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Just remember, guys, if you are on your own at Christmas or you're sitting with people that you don't care about, <laughs> like your stinky <laughs> Uncle Frank or something, um, just remember you're part of a community that is a giant community. Every single one of us who is involved with this show and who listens to this show, we're the misfits. So you're a misfit. And just remember, if you are all alone on Christmas, what a great day to go for a ride. Exactly. (laughs) Christmas Day is riding day. Head up the city. Are you? Yeah. Nice. Right. So um, just remember to go to Motorcycles and Misfits. Find the links to everything there. And uh, don't forget, join us on Patreon if you haven't yet. And to our Patreon subscribers who've been with us, thank you so very much. You're you're helping us continue this. You are. And um, you have Ask Miss Emma privileges. Mm, So um, Exactly. On that note, I think we're ready to go. Thanks again, everyone, for listening. Happy holidays. This is Eliza. Hey, uh, Sean, these pretzels were awesome. We dusted these, son. (laughs) You you ate the fucking log knock. (laughs) They taste like goddamn hot wings, son. That's what's up. (laughs) Bagel. Emma, darling. Jordan. Henry. Brandon. And we are out of here. Uh, Peace, cool, cool. See ya.